Hello, this is Emily Gower, your host for your Extraordinary Life podcast, where my heartfelt mission is to inspire you to find your purpose, create the career and the life that you dream of, and truly manifest the extraordinary future that you deserve. Let's dive in and let's start the next episode where I'm going to be helping you to fulfill your soul's calling on earth and mastering the life that you desire. Hello and welcome to the next episode. Now we're about to dive into a topic that I think you're going to love because it is all about manifesting and manifestation when it comes to the life and the things that you dream of. Now, I think this is a topic that has a lot of appeal around it and a lot of intrigue. And I think this is why, is that people love the notion of manifestation and manifesting because it makes us think of magic. Because when you're manifesting or you're attracting something that you want into your life, something that you dream of or that you yearn for or that you're inspired by appears seemingly out of nowhere. And then you get to experience the blessing and the benefit of that. And that process feels and looks like magic. That's how we experience this. This is where we become aware that we are definitely not alone in the universe. And we connect with the power that is way beyond us, right? So we're connecting with that which is spiritual, that which cannot be seen, cannot be touched, cannot be held, but can only be felt. And then we bring something that is not physical into the physical. So something that is originally just an idea or a thought or a feeling suddenly gets made manifest and drops into our path in usually the most beautiful and synchronous of ways. Manifestation is the ultimate act of creation. And so in this episode, we're going to talk about how you can engage with the universe or the universal energy or God, if you call it, if that's how you refer to the universe. We're going to talk about how you can engage with this higher power to manifest more of what you would love more often. Now, we're going to do this by talking about the four steps that I engage with when I want to manifest something in my own life. And these will apply whether it's relationships or work life, my career, maybe my business, even financially. And my goal here is to really help you to start to play with the universe and to attract more of what you would love and to experience the extraordinary nature of the world that we live in and also how deserving and worthy you are of the life that you want for yourself. Now, I want to start this conversation by just saying this to you and planting this seed is that we're actually always manifesting. There is nothing in your life right now that is not a manifestation. Everything that you see in the physical world around you, everything that you've ever experienced, the entire planet Earth, the whole universe is a manifestation that came out of a divine force or a divine source and has become made in made manifest into the physical. So everything that you have ever experienced in your life, including your own birth, is a manifestation. And I want to open this conversation by inviting you to celebrate and to have awe and reverence for that. This is where we start to connect with the universe and what is truly beyond us, right? So what I want to say with that in mind, with the fact that everything you're experiencing right now, you manifested. Actually, you're doing these four steps that we're talking about. <laughs> They're about to cover. You've already been doing these. I want to I want to highlight this to let you know you are already a powerful manifester everything that you've experienced, whether it's your challenges or your opportunities, 
the money that you have, the relationship you have, the house you're in, the clothes you have, everything that you've ever had, experienced, touched, felt, all of it is a manifestation. So the goal here, and the reason why I say that, is not only to connect you with the magic of life, but it is to really open the door to this, is that the goal here is not to start manifesting, because you already are, but it's rather to enhance your manifesting of what you truly desire. So that's what we're focused on here. We're focused on manifesting more of that which inspires you, more of that which actually fulfills you, the things that take you forward on your path, the things that light you up, that inspire you personally. This is what we're looking to manifest. So this is where we're, our focus is, because as I said, you're already a powerful manifester. That is not missing from you. You're already doing it every second of the day. You even manifested this podcast into your life. <laughs> you manifest everything. So you already have that enormous power probably far greater than you have ever realized. So with that in mind, with the power of the universe and the power of you engaging with the universe in mind, let's now explore these four steps. Now, I say that these are four steps, but I actually, when I, when I'm manifesting or I'm seeking to manifest, I don't know that I do them in such a linear fashion, but I'm going to break them down into four steps for you. I just know that these are four things that are every time I've manifested something I want, these are present every single time. When I look back over the amazing things that have showed up in my life, every single time these four things have been there. And so that's how I'm, I guess, identifying them as four steps, but you might also consider them to be four keys, which actually for me personally would probably be a little bit more of an accurate description, but call them steps, call them keys, whatever you need to. That's just my way of breaking it down so your conscious mind can understand and help you to align yourself with the divine power of the universe and your own power and capacity to attract and manifest whatever it is you would love in your life. So these are the four. Let's actually talk through these. The first one is that you need to be very clear about what you want to manifest. So being very clear and very specific is crucial. Like if you say, I want to feel good every day, that's what I want to manifest. That is lovely but not particularly specific. If you make that more specific, you might say, I want to wake up with a with ideas and inspiration in my mind. Okay, now we've gotten a little bit more specific. So we need to break that down and go, what would that look like or feel like? What would it look like or feel like if it was actually manifested? This is the like the symptom of the manifestation, basically. We're looking for what it would actually be. It's really difficult for you to be able to manifest it and really difficult for the universe to co-create with you if you don't have clarity and specificity. So good example of this. I knew that I was going to need a new car. I didn't own a car for like eight years, by the way. Like it was a really long gap of not owning a vehicle. I just didn't need it. I lived in the city, but I knew I was going to need a car. And I was very specific. I knew that I wanted, I like Mercedes, not because of the status symbol, but just because I like the way they look. And I knew that I loved the white ones. And so I was very clear and very specific in the context of the car. Like I wanted to manifest a car, but I wanted this specific car. So that is an example. Now, this also applies in relationships, by the way. Now, it may take a little bit more detail, but you've probably heard the concept of writing a love list or uh, a list of what you want your ideal soulmate to be. I actually wrote, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm such a diva when I say this. I'm, I'm just selective. I have preferences like we all do. I probably wrote four pages of bullet points about what I wanted in my partner, what, how I wanted the relationship to be, how I wanted us to spend our time together. I was so clear and so specific. And I mean, I even described his physical attributes. 
Um, not because it had to be that, but because that's what I like. And so I worked out over years of dating and research, it's basically research, what it was that I was drawn to. And then I put it down on a list and I probably wrote that down maybe four years before I met my current partner. And he ticks about 95 to 98% of everything that is on that list. And that is an amazing manifestation. In fact, some days I go, hang on. I, I remember digging out the list after we started dating and going, hang on a second. I was like, check, 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 <laughs> checking off these boxes. But I gave myself permission to ask for what I wanted. So this is where the clarity and specificity comes from. And as you're getting clear and specific about what you want, there might be a little part of your brain that's going, oh, do I really deserve that? Could that really happen? You need to have faith. This is so important. So this is the undertone of being very clear and specific. This applies for, like I said, it applies for the car, it applies for your how you want to feel each day. It applies for your relationships. It also applies for even your physical body. If you want to transform your health, you want to describe that in detail. Could also be your dream business. You need to see that in your mind. So if you say, well, I want more simplicity in my work, what does that actually look like? Because it's very difficult to navigate your way towards it and very difficult to experience it and manifest it if you don't even know what you're trying to manifest. So sounds a little bit obvious, but it's incredibly potent because if you don't have that specificity, it won't manifest. It'll remain out there in the field and it'll be floating around in your mind like cloud dust, right? It's just floating around. You won't be able to manifest it. So it's step number one or key number one is to be very clear and specific. Number two is an internal check to make sure that it is aligned, congruent, and inspiring for you. So you might say, oh, I want, you know, I want to do this particular thing in my career, but you've actually chosen that because somebody else is doing it and it looked cool or it looked good, but it's not really what you want inside your heart. And this is a big key. It's so important to address this. Do I really want that? Does that light me up? So it needs to light you up. So when you're getting clear and specific about what you want to manifest, you need to feel into your body, feel into yourself, ask yourself the question, hey, is that what you like? Is this even what inspires you? Because if it's not, you're probably not going to manifest it. Now, there are other spiritual teachers that will say that desire, which means the feeling that you want this, is a, is really the first point of manifestation. And I do agree that there is an, there's certainly a huge aspect to that and a lot of truth to that where you need to have congruency, like it's really important because it's difficult to manifest something that really deep down isn't for you. So you just want to check. So get it really clear and specific. And then key number two, do an internal check to make sure it's congruent. Now, key number three or step number three to manifesting powerfully is to do your part. Now, doing your part means that you will put in whatever action or effort is required to manifest that. Now, this is going to depend on what you're trying to manifest. If you are looking to manifest a half a million dollar a year business, there's no way that's just going to fall into your lap without you doing something, probably a lot of things in order to create that. So you are constantly co-creating with the universe. My guess would be that you will need to pick up a shovel and do some digging and do some building yourself. So that is whatever is required. But for other things, other manifestations like my partner, for example, like my current partner, I didn't need to do as much effort or action. It was more about showing up at certain event, which is where I met him. And I was, that was the effort and action part, right? That was me doing my piece. I've got, I'm going to dress up. I'm going to treat myself with respect as a woman. I'm going to show up at this event. I wasn't even looking for him when I first met him and he kind of showed up. I mean, deep down, I was probably looking for him, but I showed up and I, cause I'm not going to meet someone sitting in my living room. Right. So that was the effort and action required. 
But my point here is that depending on what you're trying to manifest, the effort and action required is going to be a different level and a different set of effort or different set of action rather to in order to manifest that. If you're sitting in your house and you're contemplating your navel and you're just wishing for something to happen, but you're not also engaging with life and engaging with the universe, it's very difficult for something to come to you. I believe that we get an enormous amount of clarity and experience a lot of magic when we are ourselves being in motion. When you are forward moving, moving towards what you want, you're not only affirming to yourself that this is truly what you want, but you're also letting the universe know, I am serious about this. Like I'm serious about getting that car. I'm serious about growing that half a million dollar a year business. This is like I'm in and my skin is in the game. Now, sometimes you'll do way less effort than you thought you had to, and it will manifest. It will just drop into your path. And that's beautiful. We want to welcome that. But also don't shy away from doing what it is you need to do. If you want to create financial wealth, you're going to need to have some energy and effort and input in order to set that chain of events in motion. So I do believe that this is incredibly important. And sometimes when people talk about manifestation, I think they skip over this a little bit. They think, well, it does seem like magic, but really, I think you're also you have so much control. I want to say control. I want to use the word influence instead. You have so much power and ability to influence the results you experience in life. And a lot of that comes through action. And this is how you manifest. This is how you co-create with the universe, the life that you want. This is where your personal empowerment comes in. And then you feel that you deserve the thing that you've received because sometimes we get opportunities to manifest what we want, but we don't even take them because we don't feel like we'd even deserve the thing that we're trying to manifest. So it's so important. It's really important to understand that you being in motion, showing up, living boldly, this is what draws more things into your path, more opportunities, more ideas, more clarity, the right people, the right partner. So being in motion is incredibly important. So that's key number three is doing your part in order to manifest that, whether that is big or small. And the fourth one is crucial, which is your state of mind. Now, I'm a firm believer that if you want to manifest, then being in a state of grace and poise personally is far more powerful than being in a state of, for example, anger or bitterness. I believe we must continually work to clear our energy field, to check in with ourselves. Am I putting the right frequency out into the universe right now? Am I showing up to everything I'm doing like grumpy and with a bad attitude? Am I showing up to my work ungrateful for the job that I have because I want to be doing something else? Am I showing up in my relationships being present or am I really absent? This is about understanding your personal energy state moment to moment, definitely in different situations and being self-aware to catch yourself and say, there's no way that that's going to manifest because I realize I'm leading with this with a terrible energy. <laughs> I'm leading this with you know sadness and grief and heaviness as opposed to from a space of inspiration and enthusiasm, for example. So this is about understanding that when you're in a state of grace personally, where you feel grateful your heart, you're connected with your heart, you're even heart opened and your mind is clearer and you're persistent and you're determined to, to do what it is you're born to do. When you live in that alignment with your soul's purpose and you are in that state of grace more frequently, you will become a more powerful manifester. And I watch this in the lives of other people as well, not just myself, but I watch other people when they're in that flow, the amazing things that come into their path, they start manifesting things they weren't even planning on manifesting. Beautiful opportunities show up, unexpected blessings, unexpected miracles. 
maybe unexpected support. This is magnetized towards people who live with a grateful heart, people who are more in that state of grace. Like I said, I'm not saying that we're not going to have these off days, off moments. We are, we're human. I have those. Just ask my partner and my mom. <laughs> Talk to the people who are closest to me and they'll tell you I have days where I'm cranky. I have days where I feel like everything I'm touching falls apart. You know, <clears throat> pardon me. I go through all of that as well. But generally speaking, we ask ourselves, okay, what is my energy and what is my state of being like overall in my life? Like if I really had to look back over the last year, how I'm feeling at the moment, what kind of energy am I bringing to my life? Am I bringing open-mindedness or am I coming at this cynical and bringing in skepticism? And this is, I believe, where we truly unlock our power in terms of manifesting is how we carry ourselves in the world, how we show up to different events, to different relationships, different circumstances. And that takes a little bit of self-discipline, absolutely takes self-awareness to pull yourself into that state of grace, to ask yourself, what is the blessing in this? What could I receive from doing this? Where's the opportunity in this? What is God or life trying to teach me? This is, these are the questions that really help you to live in that state of grace. You will manifest things more powerfully. Grateful people attract more things to be grateful for. I know you've probably heard that line before. There's a perfect reminder here. So checking in on your state, super important for being a powerful manifester because when you are, for example, feeling sad or you're feeling heavy or you're angry or you're bitter or cynical, resentful, you know, you're feeling really cocky and elated or you're feeling ashamed you are going to manifest. Like I said, we're always manifesting 24 hours a day. You're going to manifest things into your life when you feel those states, those emotional polarized states, but it may not be the thing that you ultimately desire. It may be more chaos or more things that you're not quite sure what to do with or more challenges. So this is why having that internal discipline and that invitation and the calling within you to constantly pull yourself into that state of being upright, so to speak, this is so powerful for you to manifest the life that you want, the career that you want, and so much more. Now, I am going to add a side note of this, and we I did touch on this briefly in some of these steps about self-worth and feeling that you deserve what you would love. This is a crucial part of manifesting. I would almost make it the fifth key, because if you see what you want, you know what you want, you're willing to take the action towards it you have actually a mostly like a graceful state of mind, but you don't feel like you're worthy of what you want, then you'll deflect it. It'll be like it's in through a glass window, but you won't ever be able to experience it. So I actually would almost make it the fifth key. But having said that, self-worth can also impact that state and the state of being and the state of mind. So we could wrap it into that fourth key. This is something to examine and to work on. And I will absolutely do more content in the podcast about self-worth and the relationship with self because feeling that you are willing to openly and gracefully receive what you would love that takes self-worth and self-love it, it absolutely does because if you have the feeling that you haven't done enough to earn it or you feel like you owe someone something or you feel regretful or shameful about anything from your past even if it's not related directly to the thing you want to manifest it will slow down your manifestation process or it will uh, undermine it completely. So we do need to absolutely have this conversation about self-worth in relation to manifestation in terms of that state, because it affects your energy field. And if you feel that you're not worthy, you won't treat yourself that way. You won't allow yourself to become the powerful manifester. You could be, you will keep receiving more of where you currently are. So this is really important. I'm going to leave that thought there for you just to muse over, just to really Commit to yourself that you're going to continually build that relationship with yourself. So as a summary, here are those four steps or four keys 
Number one, be very clear about what you want to manifest. So clear and specific. Number two, check that it is aligned and congruent for you. Number three is to do your part, which is the effort and action. And the fourth one is to check your state of being and your state of mind to ask yourself if this is helping you manifest what it is that you would ultimately love. So you can start to play with these, start to use them and apply them in different areas of life, maybe one area at a time, even one key at a time. Watch your results start to shift. You know, realize also that sometimes you are not manifesting the whole thing that you want, but you might be manifesting a confirmation or a step towards manifesting what you want. And that can be just as powerful. Like I sometimes ask the universe to send me a sign or a confirmation. In fact, I do that quite frequently and they always show up like this is quite incredible. This is how we start to play with the universe. So this is extraordinary. I actually have a very good friend of mine who says I play with the universe often. Like I'll listen to, for example, a song and the lyrics will say, and then the sun like broke through the clouds and then I'll literally see the sun break through the clouds. And this is paying attention to that magic and looking for that. To me, that's living in sync with the universe, understanding that we, you know, as within, so without, we manifest powerfully. We're constantly in a dance with this enormous, infinite, you know, unlimited, powerful field. And so much of what we want is within the realm of possibility, but we need to align ourselves and tune ourselves in and do our part to align ourselves with that, to be prepared to receive it and to set ourselves up to experience the life that we want. So a deep conversation about manifestation. This wraps it up for now. I hope that you loved this. I'm looking forward to hearing your stories of manifestation. They always inspire me when someone says, oh my God, check this, check out this thing that showed up in my life. I really love hearing those stories. So contact me on social media if you have an amazing story about manifestation. I'd absolutely love to hear it. You are a powerful manifester. You're already creating and on the way to creating what you want. So use these four steps, the keys and this as inspiration to create even more of that extraordinary life that you would love. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Your Extraordinary Life. I can't wait to share even more inspiration with you in our next episode. If you would love even more guidance to help you to create your extraordinary life, then be sure to follow me on other social media platforms, including Instagram and YouTube and of course, Facebook so that I can share with you daily inspiration and tips and wisdom that is going to inspire you to live boldly in pursuit of your purpose. If you type me in as Emily Gower, G-O-W-O-R, on any of these platforms, you will find me and I would love to hear from you, even if you have some feedback and let me know which one of your podcast episodes was your favorite. I can't wait to connect with you again soon. See you in our next episode. 